Welcome to the FNO InsureTech Podcast, a place where movers and shakers from all points within the insurance ecosystem gather and discuss all things InsureTech. We talk about how technology and innovation are affecting and driving change in the industry. Here are your hosts, Matt D. Fothery, Lee Boyd, and Rob Beller. Hey, Podcast World, welcome to another wonderful episode of FNO InsureTech with your hosts here in hunkered down land, Rob Beller, and none other than the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Lee Boyd. Hi, everybody. It's kind of nice intro man myth legend what do you think about that it's a it's a wonderful i've never given you one like no, that no i'm thinking there's probably a reason for that <laughs> well you never know it's not your style it's not your style how's the world of uh hunker down sacramento how's that going for you well here's the irony it is as beautiful a day as we can have. It's like 68 or 69 degrees and not a cloud in the sky and just beautiful with a little breeze outside. It's perfect. That's uh, wonderful. But that doesn't give an indication to the general feeling in the air, which is, you know, concern and nervousness, I think, for most people. And, um, uh, but uh, no, we're, we're, we're doing good. We're, um, we're doing good and trying to soldier on like a speaking of soldier on that's a, that, that would be something that you would have heard uh, from somebody in England, right? Cause they soldier on. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I, I don't know for sure, but I think you're right. I, I'm trying to turn a corner here. Well, to introduce why don't we our turn guest. that corner? I'm trying to introduce our guest. Okay. Who is it? It's Eleni Chan. Do you know who that is? I do, but I'm I'm not sure everyone else will. Well, why don't you fill us in? <laughs> I would rather you fill everyone in. <laughs> Eleni Chan is the chief content officer of InsureTech Insights, which is a really cool organization that is basically about events and contact all, content all around InsureTech um, and the insurance industry. They put on three conferences a year. And we wanted to check in with them to hear about what they do, their conferences, and um, a little bit of insight about uh, the struggle of putting on conferences um, these days, right? Yeah, I would imagine that there is all sorts of struggles. And uh, I'm curious in what they've done with some of their past events and what, what their future holds for their, their current events on the books. Um, and then maybe we can talk to her about what else they do. I know that they do things outside of the conference world. So I think I'm very excited to talk to her. Uh, in fact, I think it's I think it's kind of late where she is right now. It is. She's 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 really kind. I think she she might have made a mistake when she accepted uh, our time recommendation because for us it was great. It was right in the middle of the day, but for her it was after yeah. nine o'clock at night. So yeah, um, we do. Appreciate not that there's much. Call. Not that there's much else to do these days, but be right. on podcasts and eat bonbons, right? That's that's true. Do you think they have bonbons in in London? I don't know. I've only ever had bonbons at a movie theater. How about you? Never had bonbons. I thought they were made up for years and years. Oh my gosh. Do you know there is such a thing as a bonbon? I do now, but I couldn't describe it or tell you what it looks like or anything. 
I understand a bonbon to be a, like a little circle of ice cream surrounded by a hard chocolate shell. Hmm. I like Sounds Starburst. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> you don't like They're chocolate? Not chocolate guy? Not chocolate guy? I don't like the word bonbon, so therefore I don't think I would like the food. Oh, so, oh right. So, it, so I'm guessing you don't like snails. I've had a snail. I ate a snail. Okay. All right. I, I probably won't do it again, but I did okay. it. We'd like to hear from our audience uh, who likes snails and who doesn't. I have, my problem with snails is that I can't get past the concept of a snail. It's a snail. Yeah. It was, it was get getting it out, out of the shell. That was the hard part for me. Yeah. It was a big shell. It was in California. Yeah. Everything's a little different it, there. And I had to get this thing. I shell. had to use this fork. And oh, it was it was a whole it was a whole thing. You know why it's in a shell? That's because it's live. a snail. It's a snail. <laughs> I assume that it that it that, that they pre-shelled it, but I guess not. <laughs> we 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 uh, in California we have a lot of snails. We have a snail problem well, here in Sacramento. So um, but not that anybody wants to hear about that. So let's let's stop. <laughs> stop all. Let's stop all. This the is this is the biggest. Talk. This is the biggest problem with with COVID world that we live in is that <laughs> we can wander off. It does, it happens yeah. a few times a day. Just let's all be honest with each other. Snail. Thank you. And with that, we'll go to our we'll go to our interview with uh, um, our connection in England. Eleni Chan from InsureTech Insights. Hey, everybody. We're back here at FNO InsureTech for another COVID-19 edition of FNO yeah. InsureTech. And we have a special guest for many reasons, not the least of which she's in London, England during yeah. this um, pandemic. We have Ms. Eleni Chan from InsureTech Insights with us from London. How you doing, Eleni? I'm good. How are you? Trying to stay sane. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah, I would uh, imagine. Is, is that challenging in London, England these days? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I was I was saying, and I, I've been speaking with um, a, a couple of um, just colleagues in in New York, and I think they have the same issue in the sense that we were kind of um, quarantined in in a relatively small space. So uh, yeah, it's it's a lot to get used to. <laughs> so what is it? What is it like over there right now? Uh, most of our listeners are from America, and we're all hunkered down. What are y'all? What are what are you doing over in London? Yeah, I think like, you know, within my network, I think every one of us um, are, are kind of doing our parts. Um, but I'm reading a lot of uh, kind of different stories on uh, online and on the newspaper. So I don't know. I, I feel like um, we are trying our best to uh, just quarantine ourselves and um, and staying safe. And That's good. And everything's closed, right? It is all the all the restaurants, all the kind of theater, library, um, just non-essential business. And and it's had. We're going to talk about InsureTech Insights and what that is and what you guys do. But we can start by saying it's had a really big effect on your guys' business. Yes. Yes, I would say so. I think um, the the events um, management business has has definitely been impacted um, with uh, with uh, this situation. 
we've been doing our podcast now for about a year and a half, and there's a lot of things that we thought we knew that we didn't and that we've learned as we've gone. And one of, one of the things that we've learned is, is that InsureTech is this great big ecosystem of different pieces and parts. It's not just carriers and companies providing services to carriers, which is where we yeah. come from, but it's all these different parts, pieces of, of the InsureTech ecosystem. And you guys are an interesting part of the InsureTech ecosystem because you're kind of, I mean, tell tell us what InsureTech Insights is and, and what your guys' mission is. Yeah, for sure. So we really just, I think our role is to kind of create this um, community and, and um, engage with it. Um, our our vision is to create this um, network of like-minded, passionate people that are actually building these technologies to propel the insurance industry forward. And you're talking about um, insurtech entrepreneurs, you're talking about insurance executives, you're talking about, um, you know, VCs and investors, um, you know, other kind of um, um, other uh, startups or, or kind of technology firms that are adding value to the insurance industry. Um, what we want to do is kind of, um, you know, bring this community together and have these productive conversations and and talk about gaps in the market and talk about opportunities of how everyone can work together for, to propel the insurance industry forward. Um, so that's, that's basically our vision and, and what we try to do. And it is through kind of offline content such as um, the conference and it's a really, really fun event. We have three of them um, globally. So one in New York, one in London, and one in Hong Kong. And then we uh, provide a, a series of different kind of online content as well, including kind of the weekly, weekly newsletter. We do um, a number of CEO interviews. We're starting to do a lot more kind of editorial um, content. Um, and then we are launching our first kind of webinar um, next week. And it's going to go, it, we're, we're going to deliver it every Wednesday um, from next week onwards. So that's really interesting. What what made you guys go after InsureTech? What was it about the InsureTech idea movement ecosystem that that made you made you all think um, this is something that we should pursue on an event level and on a content level? And I know that you were early there or a part of the founding team. So why don't you why don't you tell us about how how this whole thing got rolling and where the inspiration came from? Yeah, I would say I joined um, when they have already founded the company. So I think the the idea to kind of launch an intratech um, conference, I can't say is is my own. But I think what I could say about kind of personal passion is that um, I do have that background in the intratech space. And in terms of the, the community, the intratech community is just super, super supportive and helpful. And I think the energy is super contagious. So when I met the team from Intratech Insights, um, you know, they, they, um, you know, knew about my background and they were kind of telling me about this vision. And I was like, yes, I, I would love to kind of help, you know, build that community just because of the positive experience and, um, you know, the, 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 you know, positive kind of, um, uh, friendships I've, I've kind of made, uh, within this space. So, um, that's kind of, 
you know, why we, we decided to, um, or I decided, um, to come join and, um, create that, create that community. But I think what is unique about, um, the insure tech space or the insurance technology space is that insurance is quite, um, it, an old industry it's it's you know century old industry um there's a lot of processes that hasn't necessarily been refreshed um and i think you know with with all the trends happening kind of in different industries um technology can help um you know refresh the 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 insurance industry so i think that's why people are really excited um, and now there's a lot of kind of bright and young minds that are coming, um, you know, into the insure tech space to kind of, um, you know, make a difference and, and um, you know, just make it a lot more um, engaging and uh, relatable to, to the, the demographics now. You know, for a couple of years, we've heard about the insurance world being slower, needing technology, this whole insurtech bubble. Are we still at the forefront of this or do you think that we've made progress into the middle or, or towards the end of this bubble? To be honest, I think, you know, the last couple of years, there's been um, just an explosion of, um, you know, insurtech companies that are, that are popping up. And initially, when you kind of look at the, you know, what the companies are doing, they're helping, um, you know, insurers uh, distribute the product mm-hmm. to make it much more relatable, um, as I was saying, to, to different um you know, make it more current to, to target different demographics, um, and, and make it easier and less clunky for, uh, for people to, to get by the, the, the product. But I think, you know, looking at the insurance value chain, so looking at, you know, underwriting distribution, customer care and claims management, there's so many different technologies and tools that could help disrupt each part of that value chain. And I'm not, I, 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 I see a glimpse of it, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. like um, it's 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 fully realized yet. I think there's still a lot of technology that could make each part of that um, value chain much more um, effective and, and productive. So, what do you think it is? Do you think that the technology is, is has not come together to fully uh, give a customized solution, or do you think that the insurance carriers have not really realized exactly what they need? Um, I think some insurers definitely realize um, that there there is a need for it. I think when you look at a lot of the insurers, they they a lot of them have an innovation team. A lot of them have um, you know a corporate VC team um, that are scouting new technology, scouting new companies, and and looking to adopt it. Um, in-house i do have to say you know looking at an insurance firm um you know once again i think the process is are clunkier they're not used to the agile Mm -hmm. type of um um you know workflows that uh you know a startup would um would be used to so i think um you know, there, there's a cultural um, difference, you know, when you adopt new technology into um, into kind of a larger firm. So it's almost, I, I think that a lot of insurers um, are trying and they have the intention to look at some of these, you know, um, 
uh, nimble um, technology and, and try to try to make their process better. But um, I think implementation could possibly still be an issue. Um, yeah. Once again, I'm also seeing it from an outsider. So, um, you know, that that's my kind of wild guesstimation of, of um, you know, why it's not fully innovated yet. Sure. Well, as an as an outsider who does get to put on uh, conferences in three distinct locations, New York, London, and Hong Kong, can can you compare or contrast the the insurance landscape in those cultures? Are, are some cultures further along or doing things that other other cultures aren't? Like are things happening in Hong Kong that America is not uh, going on yet, or uh, things in London where New York hasn't taken on? Yeah, I would say you know looking at the landscape in. Um, Asia, I think you know uh, economies like or countries like China, they're they're doing you know fantastically well in in terms of kind of innovation. They're throwing a lot of money, they're throwing a lot of resources to um, to to use technology to to make um, their their uh, you know uh, insurance firm more kind of innovative. Looking at like you know Peng on, looking at um, you know the largest um, insurance unicorn um in china zongon they're, they're all kind of you know they're, they're very they're a technology company first and an insurance company second um you know looking at uh you know the european landscape i think the the european um insurers they're, they're definitely uh you know their eyes are open they're aware that um they're they're being disrupted and they definitely want to kind of move forward um but you know i i would say the the europeans and the u.s um they're, they're just a little bit slower in the sense that they still think um you know it, it's an insurance company first and technology company second so you know it, it is that kind of mind shift i found with um with uh, a lot of insurers in china that are you know, kind of ahead of their competition. That that's how they they stay ahead because they actually treat technology as a core part of their business. Right. That's a question that we've asked several people, um, founders mostly. Do you consider yourself, you know, an insurance type company or a, a technology company? And it's always interesting to hear mm -hmm. the answers. Uh, that we get to that, which are pretty much all over the place. I guess it, you know, just depending who you're talking to. Um, I, I know that that you guys must be concerned about your New York conference that's coming up in the middle of June. Are the plans, as it stands right now, to go, to go forward, or is it just all up in the air? We are definitely still planning as per schedule. We're really excited um, in the sense that um, I think there's so much, um, you know, content. There are so many great speakers um, that are are willing and are excited to come to the the New York conference. So the New York conference is a little different. Um, uh, than our London and Hong Kong conference. The New York one is our Global Intratech Leader Summit. It's an invite only, um, um, and and we screen all the applications, and then uh, people are invited to to join us. We max the attendance to about a thousand people. 
So it's a little bit more exclusive. And I think, you know, the people that end up joining us are, you know, your decision makers and uh, your movers and shakers. And and um, people always like joining our event. We, we received really great feedback last year. Um, so I think people are excited. I think um, the uncertainty about the situation is still very much on top of people's minds. So what we're trying to do is that we're, we're planning it as per scheduled, but obviously monitoring the situation the next week or so to kind of determine, um, you know, if we need to take a different course of action. But every conversation I'm speaking, you know, I am having with these potential speakers or potential delegates, um, you know, the excitement's there. And, um, you know, I'm just telling them, you know, let's let's create this framework. Let's create all the the, the great content pieces and, you know, um, you know, panels that we want and, and the conversations that we want. And if need mm-hmm. be, we'll just have to move the whole entire conference to a new date. Um, but let's just keep planning, because I think if we stop right here and, and um, give up, <laughs> um, then then. Um, you know, we don't know when, when the next conference will be. So right. now we just want to sure we keep moving and um, stay positive, but obviously stay realistic as well and making sure we're doing the right thing for everybody. Yeah. I mean, we're all having a business disruption of one kind or another today. And everybody, anybody who's listening to this can, can relate everybody. Each of us has our own unique circumstances, but but your guys's is particularly challenging because it's a—I mean—it's basically an entire product um, that 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 could be disrupted. But we'll all hope for 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 good things about that. And and speaking of New York, you—I you, think you did a good job to say how it's different. But I'm interested also that um, five years ago, eight years ago, there was there weren't a lot of insurance conferences. It wasn't a wasn't a real exciting area to get involved with on a conference mm-hmm. level. Um, whereas today that landscape has changed entirely. Tell us how InsureTech Insights is different. I mean, obviously there's, um, uh, you know, there's dig in in the United States. Of course there's InsureTech Connect, which is, you know, its own world almost. How, how, how are you guys, how do you stand out as unique? Um, I, you know, I, I think our our vision to create this network of people is it's very similar to, you know, some of our competitors. I think everyone wants to kind of, um, you know, create this community. I think for us, conference is just one of our products. It's a very, very large part of our business um, as of right now. But we have this ambition to to go online to curate content, um, to make sure we um, connect people um, that are are in the community. So we definitely want to make sure we are making that, you know, having that personal touch of, of connecting people that, that, you know, would work very well together. Um, we want to be kind of that platform for people to kind of um, partner up. We want to, you know, make networking a huge portion of our our conference experience. You know, I, I think creating that platform to kind of connect everybody and actually genuinely connecting them and, and having that personal touch, like it is not surprising to any of my, um, you know, any of our past speakers to kind of reach out to me and, um, you know, for me to kind of make that personal connection. So we definitely want to be that resource for, for anyone who's part of that community. 
whenever you're looking for people to attend the conference, what I, I, I don't know if caliber is the right word, but what, what type of person are, are y'all looking for? Are you looking for, um, people who work in the industry? Are you looking for decision makers? Are you looking for investors or actual uh, startups? What are you trying to, who, who are you trying to get to the conference? I think especially the New York conference, we're looking because it's an invite only, we're looking for that decision maker. We're looking for kind of that entrepreneur that, that has done it um, and, and want to kind of, um, you know, uh, um, be a thought leader in this space. I think looking at our London Asia conference, it is a much bigger conference. So we do have a, a bit more space for um other executives and and other kind of aspiring entrepreneurs that, that want to learn more. Um, so was, I, I would say kind of our breakdown for for all three conference, it's kind of like a third on um, insurance executives, a third entrepreneurs, like in, insure tech entrepreneurs, and then a third kind of technologists and VCs. But I think in terms of seniority level, it is much higher in New York. And then in London and Asia, we, you know, we, we do have some students come in uh, from kind of local university to sign up and, and learn more about the insure tech space. Um, but we also have very senior senior level. So I think the range is much higher in the other two events. So tell, yeah, tell me a little bit about that. What do you do with the students? Um, so our conference, we, we have three simultaneous stages, two of which is um, our, our keynotes as well as uh, panel discussions. And a third one is an InsurTech uh, stage whereby InsurTech comes and present a use case or a case study of how their technology and, and their platform um, is, is disrupting the, the, the insurance space or adding value to the insurance space. So, um, you know, you know, if a student signs up and um, they sign up as a delegate, um, they can join in any of our stage and, and you know, watch thought leaders um, on stage to talk about the insurance industry. We have strategic topics. We have um, application topics. So um, there's a lot to learn for um, for kind of any student or any aspiring entrepreneurs. It's, it's very, you know, some of the panels are very actionable. Like a lot of our panelists will kind of tell them about, um, you know, stuff that they've learned and, and how they have come about to kind of create um, their their intro tech business. Um, with that said, we also bring on some students as volunteers to to come join and, and help us out during the conference. So um, that's another way that um, other students can. Let's talk about some of the other um, uh, content that you guys produce. You said that there's some new things coming up very soon. Can you talk about those? Yes. Um, so we have, uh, we've just launched our um, kind of first webinar for next Wednesday. And we plan on having a weekly webinar from next week onwards. And it's uh, basically bringing um, some of our conference content online. So it's a, a virtual panel discussion. It'll be moderated either by myself or our chief commercial officer, um, and it will be a range of different topics. So the way we look at a topics is through the insurance value chain. So underwriting, distribution, customer care and claims management, and then, you know, some of the technologies or data or, um, you know, different ways that, um, each part of that value chain is disrupted. And then, uh, we'll kind of pinpoint a specific topic that is most relevant, um, for kind of, uh, that period of time and, um, just chat about it. Very similar to kind of a podcast, um, but it'll be live. We love podcasts. 
<laughs> and we love podcasts too. <laughs> um, and and tell us about your newsletter. Um, so our newsletter it comes out weekly. It's um, you know very globally focused. I think if you were to look for um, you know one newsletter to kind of um, subscribe to um, that focus on kind of the global landscape of the insure tech. Um, it, it's a really good newsletter to to kind of subscribe to. They're they're all um, linked to different blogs, so you know our our team is very good at kind of um, finding the most relevant people that um, or the the most relevant pieces of content and, and news, um, and then put it on our newsletter on a on a weekly basis. It's very relevant. If there's one newsletter you want to kind of read to kind of up yourself on what's happening in the intratech space i think that newsletter is a great one well eleni that all sounds very exciting i mean lots of information seems like y'all are going in a lot of different directions really with the mission to get a lot of information out there and to connect these groups which is always exciting we're, we're always big fans of it uh, we were whenever we were preparing for this podcast uh, we always like to read up on our guest, and it seems like you have a pretty interesting history. I was going to see if you could give us a little bit of a overview about you personally. Is there is that something you're willing to tell us about? So where do I start? <laughs> um, I I think you know kind of. Um, I, in our previous prep, we were talking about University of Waterloo. So I did graduate from uh, University of Waterloo. I had a science and business degree and uh, then went straight into financial services. So I was at JP Morgan for a few years and then um, ended up moving back to Toronto from Hong Kong um, to work for Manual Life. So I was um, in their investor relations team and just absolutely loved it. I, I, I think I just love kind of that communication and um, kind of uh, client servicing side of the business. And um, I learned a lot about um, insurance. So if you, anyone who wants an overview of insurance, go into investor relations because you, you really get to know the business because um, you have to explain the numbers to the institutional investors. Um, so with that said, actually uh, spent a few years there and then moved to London, England. Uh, to do my uh, my MBA. So I was at London Business School. And uh, while I was in London Business School, working num at a number of tech startups, um, just as intern, as an intern, and um, just absolutely love the startup community. And um, then when I graduated, joined a venture builder uh, for another two years to help these corporates build out their their tech businesses. And one of the the last projects before I left was an insure tech um, business. We were working with a Latin American um, insurer that was looking into investing in. Um, a cyber proposition. So we started um, and, and did a lot of research and, and created a prototype for them. And um, I actually don't know how it's doing. I don't know if it's still kind of um, live. Um, but then after that, that's when I met the team from Introtech Insights and decided to help them build this community and um, build the content around it. That's that's a story. I mean, multiple <laughs> multiple continents, right? Yes, three actually. So yeah. uh, Hong Kong, Toronto, and London. 
So um, close to where we're doing all three of our conferences. <laughs> yeah, there's that's, that's an true, interesting it is. coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, maybe you're inf- <laughs> maybe you're pretty I influential. <laughs> yes. Um, in insurance and insure tech uh, attracts typically people from you know who have come up through insurance frequently. But or yes. technology people, and you're you're kind of an exception. You came up more from the financial side, right? Uh, and so, what do you what do you think of insurance now that you're in it? Does it do, do you do you like it? Do you like being around it? Yes, I actually absolutely love insurance, and I swear that is probably the reason I I got the role or opportunity. Um, that I'm in right now. I think, um, you know, for me, I, I think I grew up with my, my parents always telling me about the importance of, um, you know, being insured, being protected, um, you know, kind of financially and, um, just life throw curveballs at you. So you got to make sure you're protected. Um, so I got that, um, kind of drilled into my head from a very young age and I think, you know, working in manual life, I, I learned a lot about different products and, and I just got so excited and, and feel that everyone needs insurance. Um, obviously, there are better products, um, you know, there are good products and there's not so good products and, and um, the consumer needs to kind of, I feel like, learn a lot of that themselves. Um, so... I guess, where am I going with this? I just, I get so excited about insurance because I don't understand <laughs> why people aren't. And I don't understand why, um, you know, especially kind of the, the younger generation don't feel you, that insurance actually protects them. So um, for me, I just, I want to be an educator in the the insurance space and, and insure tech just happens to be um the avenue and and i think i think technology is is doing wonders um to to the insurance um industry and it's kind of making insurance cool again so in the long run you know after the covid crisis is over and you you launch your webinar and nothing what's what, what do we look for in the future from from your firm I think what you will see is that we will continue learning or launching different products and, um, you know, educating people on, um, you know, what is uh, the, the latest development in the intro tech space, um, hoping to kind of keep connecting people, continue building our network. So kind of launching products that will um, direct us in that kind of big vision of being the largest global network, um, in the intro tech space. Good luck with that. That's a, that's a big ambition. Thanks. You know, Ellen, as we, as we get ready to close out here, I do just have one personal question, I guess. And I don't, normally I would take this offline, but we're online. So I thought I'd ask you, I see here in 2014, you got your, your MBA from London business school. Yeah. I am actually interested in getting my MBA. Rob has his MBA. Uh, is is that something you recommend? Is that something you're you're glad you have? Is that something that has helped you on your journey? Um, I, to be honest, I don't know if it helps me on um, necessarily helped me on my professional journey, but I think personally, yes. 
Um, okay. but I, I say the same with, you know, an undergrad versus um, a postgrad. I think um, being surrounded by kind of, you know, like-minded and, and people that, you know, have the same ambition um, as you, um, you, you, you learn a lot about yourself and, and learn about what you want to continue learning. Um, so I think the MBA helped me a lot with that. It's a very, very expensive education yeah. to learn about yourself, but, um, yeah. at, at the end of the day, it was worth it for me. Um, and it, it moved me to, to London, England. So, um, no complaints there. Um, but definitely I think, um, just remember your why when you're doing your MBA, because there will be moments when you're like, why am I spending this much money? <laughs> I would, I would imagine. Well, good. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, that insight there. I'm always interested in people, uh, in their insight in that. So, well, we want to say thank you so much for being on, on the episode. You're it's actually almost 10 o'clock where you are right now recording this. So we appreciate you. Uh, recording with us today. No not problem. that you had, not yeah. that you really had any other place that you could go right now. That's right. No. <laughs> little, no. Little did we know when we booked this that you were kind of you were kind of forced into this. You couldn't you couldn't have missed this if you tried to. So that's how we get a lot of our <laughs> guests. We trick them into it. <laughs> we trick them. Brilliant. <laughs> well, listen, we 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 are very grateful, and um, we're hoping that we that we get an invitation in the mail to one of your events um, because we would absolutely. absolutely be there, and and love to be yeah. a part of it. And we look forward to, to to meet you in person. And please stay safe and well through through the rest of this. You too, as well, and and um, anybody listening, <laughs> stay safe and healthy. Absolutely. Good point. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. That was a little different and fun. We we don't usually get to talk to conference people, although we have talked to some. So yeah. Uh, but uh, what 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 did you think of uh, InsureTech Insights? Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful event. I I really hope that the that the New York one kicks off. I hope that one actually sure. happens. Uh, but it, it's really neat to me how they have three distinct different conferences uh, mm -hmm. in different parts of the world. Right. And um, it, it just really sounds great. And it's always good for our industry to to get the most up-to-date information. It, uh, it must be crushing to lose a conference, you know, like, the, like, like so many conference organizers have had happen to them recently. I mean, we, in our big conference, we do a tremendous amount of work to prepare for it and be ready for it. And we, and, and we had it canceled. Um, we don't put on the whole conference. We just attend it. Right. So, I mean, can yeah. you imagine, uh, how, how, how that must hit you? You have to have a really good attitude to be able to, you know, just push on and, and push ahead. Well, you do, you do. And, and, and now, you know, everybody will have more of a plan in place. Everyone has a plan in the event of, uh, a major snowstorm, and you know this is what we're going to do. But nobody was prepared for this. This mm -hmm. is a whole different thing. So now they're all going to have to have this in their, in their, um, in their minds whenever they're planning uh, con contingency plans. Well, it was uh, it was great to hear about the the conference and and the history and 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 how the different events come together and their points, and uh, also to hear about life in London right now a little bit which uh, I'm sure is like uh, life for most of us uh, during this period of time. 
Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed talking to her about that. You know, we are in a, in a bubble sometimes. I, I hear news reports about what's going on around the world, but to be able to talk to somebody uh, about what's actually happening, I think that's so great uh, that, that, that we can do that. And it seems like they're in, she's in the exact same boat that we are right now. Yeah. So except she's in a much smaller living space. Much, much smaller. Yeah, so, that's what we talked about but beforehand when she said that uh living in London in the main in the main city of London your your flats are smaller so uh it's a lot less space to live. So right. that that can be hard. So hang in there Eleni and uh to uh all of our listeners and subscribers we say thank you for joining us and thank Eleni Chan for being with us today. And uh, we encourage you to check out insuretechinsights.com, which is her uh, company's website, which details all the different um, activities that they're involved in. And, and, and we thank you for being with us and encourage you to stay safe and be careful. And until next time. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>